UNT Student Money Management Center podcast that teaches you everything you need to know to be financially successful in college and beyond. Today, we're talking about what happens after you graduate, earning money, with an interview with the Career Center. We're going to be discussing what to do, whether you're a freshman or a senior, in order to find a job and what kind of services the Career Center can help you with. Hope you enjoy! Uh, could you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do in the center? Yes. My name is Amy Furman, and I'm Associate Director over the Employer Development and Outreach Team. And we we do have employer services integrated into our team where we run all of our major career fairs and events. So we bring employers to our students throughout the year. My main part of what the employer development team does is going out to new employers that aren't already currently recruiting with UNT um, to try to get them on board to, um, again, come to our events and post jobs with us, etc. Great. And so I have several questions for you today um, for students who may not really know about the Career Center and your Mm -hmm. services. Mm -hmm. And so when students come in as a freshman and graduation feels like it's forever away, are there still things you could do to get started in your career and knowing that it's unlikely that you'll get a part-time work in your field as an underclassman, how can you maximize your retail or fast food job to build transferable skills? Well, we always say you're at such an advantage if you're a freshman and you utilize the Career Center as opposed to a senior that's about to graduate that doesn't have a job, um, you know, like one month out. Um because we have so many great services, we have wonderful career development specialists who give career advice, review resumes, all those things based on certain majors. So they're assigned um, to those different colleges. So if you see those career advisors throughout your time here um, and get your resume looked at regularly, um, you're really going to be have a leg up on competition as you enter the workforce four years later. In terms of fast food experience, I hear from employers all the time that they really appreciate that customer service um, component. I'll tell you, I have some employers that say, if you've worked at Starbucks, you're hired just because if you've (laughs) been there, uh that you know how to multitask and you just have that extreme customer service component and they they just know you're going to be a good hire. And that's great. And so what should students in their junior and senior years be doing to make sure that they're the best candidates for full-time jobs in their field? And how can the Career Center help with that? Mm-hmm. It's really great if you take on an internship. A lot of majors require one, but some do not. So even if you if you don't have that required in your degree plan, I still recommend doing one, even if it's, um, you know, sometimes I, I know I advised, I was saying for the College of Business, and a lot of times there's some electives you may need or just some upper level general classes. Um, so taking that on or again, doing it, even if it's not required, just really resonates with employers that you've gotten that hands-on experience. Yeah. And just to follow up on that, is there anywhere that students can go to look for um, internship opportunities and stuff like that? Yes. So any student that isn't active on our handshake database should be, and you can access that through your my.unt.edu account, but that's just our main recruiting center where all of the employers that recruit with us and post jobs, full-time, part-time internships, those are all listed on there. So I call it kind of like a 
way less intense monster.com because you're getting all of those loyal employers to UNT. So that's the best place to access that information and all of our career fairs and events, workshops, panels, anything like that, that the career center hosts. And we do so many of those throughout the year. Those are all going to be listed on handshake. How can students get to know professionals in their field and start building a network while they're in school? And how important is this in the overall job search? I mean, networking is very important. I've gotten pretty much every job I've, or any promotion, any new job from someone I've known, someone that I've proven myself to. Um, I really recommend getting on LinkedIn and connecting with a lot of alumni or people that are similar to you in the industry and just getting active and getting comfortable in introducing yourself to different employers, coming to career fairs, shaking their hand and having those discussions earlier on throughout your career, um, your career here at UNT, um, because you're just going to feel more confident as you go out and do interviews and those kinds of things. Yeah. And I remember doing that myself. I went to a career fair uh, a year before I actually started looking for internship opportunities. And that was just to talk to people and get the nerves out of the way. Mm -hmm. Because at least when I went going in and knowing that I didn't really want a job opportunity or internship opportunity. It was so much easier to go up to the one and start a conversation, not be afraid of messing up. Yes. Um, It turned out well anyways, but it's good practice for students. And so when looking at job descriptions, how many of the job requirements should you meet before you apply? I mean, I'm sure there are some non-negotiables in the job description, but do you have to meet every requirement? I don't think so. I I mean, I've noticed, especially from higher education jobs that are in our field, they'll have some minimum requirements and then they'll have desired um, requirements. So don't let that trip you up. A lot of times there is some flexibility. You'll say any combination of education, training, um, all of those kinds of things. So no, go for it. um, Absolutely. And apply for as many jobs as you as you can. And so assuming that you got a interview and you're going in, um, could you tell students uh, what you believe is the line between prepared and overeager in an interview? Prepared and overeager. I mean, I think practicing is important. I know that I, um, the first time I had a phone interview, I totally bombed because I, <laughs> I just kind of froze. Um, so I practiced with my sister after that point because she had worked for the career center actually. And I just got more confident in terms of over, over eagerness. They don't want someone that seems arrogant and that talks over them. You know, we've had a couple of experiences where we've had employers in the back here interviewing because we do have interview suites and they kind of corrected the employer on certain things. So I think just giving that respect to the employer that they're the, the, the wiser one in their industry and just being respectful of that, but also showing your, your knowledge that you, you researched about that company and you're, you're prepared. Just being respectful, I think. Right. Wow. I never heard about that. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, is it appropriate to negotiate your salary at a first job? And how do you prepare for that? You know, I think it depends on the industry. Um, so one wonderful major that we have here is decision sciences. And that is a very sought after group of students. So you have that leverage to be able to do that. So I, I don't think, don't cut yourself short. Um, so definitely go for that if you know that you have multiple offers on the table and that they really 
want you and need you at that time. Um, if you're in higher education, like I am, that's, that doesn't happen very often. So I, I wouldn't go there, but I think seek out the advice of your professors. Um, I did hear a story recently about a student that his parents didn't go to college and he was about to take the first job offer he got. And they were going to really, you know, offer him probably 20,000 or so less than what he deserved and oh, other yes. companies were going to, but he, he didn't have that his parents were just so excited about him getting a job period, but he did get that kind of sought after degree. Um, so see, I think seeking the counsel of your, your professors that really know when to, you know, go for it and when to ask questions and see if you can get more. Yeah, that's really cool. So what if I want to move to a different city after I graduate? Will it be harder for me to find a job there when everyone I know uh, is here in my field and UNT's name recognition is also here. Uh, would it be easier to work nearby for a couple years and then move, or should I just go for it right away? I will say there's a lot of employers that need people to be mobile and be open to different job opportunities in different states. I know that a lot of students in the area, there's so many opportunities here in Dallas-Fort Worth and Texas. Um, I think you just have to weigh where you stand. So if you're extremely close to your family and <laughs> they live 10 minutes away and you know that that's going to be so, so hard for you, I think that'd be a good challenge for you. Um, a lot of companies, they want you to relocate and they'll, they'll provide a relocation budget for you. But they in, they'll tell you in a year or two you can come back if you want, and there'll be opportunities for you in Dallas Fort Worth or just different areas of Texas. So I think just knowing yourself, and um, if that's something you think you could take on, I think it's a great way to um, have new experiences and be able to show the the diversity in your employment. It, it just really depends on you. But I will say you have more prospects and opportunities if you're open to that. Because a lot of employers right. need you to be able to go somewhere else besides Dallas. Right. And are there any big things that separate the students who graduate with jobs and those who struggle to find employment? Any big differences between the two groups? Any differences? No. I mean, I think I was someone that I couldn't find a job for three months and um, had my degree. I just assumed once I got a bachelor's degree, I would get a job. <laughs> and that's when, um, you know, the economy was pretty good and all of that. So I think just be patient and you may have be flexible in the type of job. So I know you were saying you're an accounting major. Obviously you're probably going to get an accounting job, but some degree, some majors, you can work at a lot of different places. So say you're, you get a journalism degree. That's wonderful, but you, that's what I got. And I couldn't find anything in a newspaper at that time or magazine or whatever. So just being flexible in other, for other places and that may have those specific jobs later on for you. So I think you just have to be open and nimble in um, what you apply for. And that's really great. On a final thought, are there any last words of wisdom that you'd like our students to know or any of the tips that really helped you while you were in school? Yeah, I think just putting yourself out there as much as possible. I think most of us most of the employees here in the career center will tell you a lot of us didn't visit our career center. And I'm sure I went to Stephen F. Austin state university in East Texas. I'm sure they, they definitely have a career center, but I did not go <laughs> went because this is an office that it's not as mandatory as say an academic advising office. So um, th- these fees for the career center are built into your you know, tuition. So I would definitely recommend um, utilizing them, seeing a career advisor, 
um, at least once a year, probably once a semester, getting that resume reviewed as you go, getting it edited um, as you get an internship and all of that. So you're not just scrambling um, in May of your graduation year. So really just taking part in our services. We are here to help you and want you to be successful. Great. Thank you for meeting with me today. Absolutely. Thanks, Tanya. Once again, that was Student Money Management Center graduate assistant Tanya Wen interviewing Career Center Associate Director Amy Furman. For more information about providing a career after school, you can visit them in Chestnut Hall on the first floor. The Student Money Management Center is your on-campus resource for all things personal finance. We're located in Chestnut Hall 313, and you can email us at moneymanagement at unt.edu. You can also send any feedback or ideas for the show to moneymanagement at unt.edu. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.